Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, April 16th. Today on the show, Rick Barnes and Tennessee basketball get some huge recruiting news. Nashville SC gets its second season underway. Chris Lee of Vandy Sports and Josh Ward of WNML in Knoxville will try to preview the historic Vanderbilt and Tennessee baseball series this weekend. But we begin with the Nashville Predators against the Carolina Hurricanes on Thursday night. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, our great friends over at the locally owned award-winning custom home and remodeling firm. They are all about alignment. That's right. That's the word, alignment. They take your vision, what you want your home to be. Then they apply their time-tested, proven process to make sure they deliver exactly on that vision what you want, and you end up with a home that makes you money and makes you happy. What else could you ask for? Check them out, the Kingston Group. The website is buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. Game two post-trade deadline did not go the same way that game one did. After crushing Tampa on Tuesday in surprising fashion, Nashville traveled to Raleigh on Thursday night and got handled with relative ease in a more predictable 4-1 loss. It's just the Predators' fourth loss in 17 games, so that still doesn't suck at all, and the squad is still squarely in fourth place in the playoffs in the Central Division. In fact, the Blackhawks lost on Thursday night as well, so the Preds didn't even lose any ground. So Thursday was only a minor setback. But every point matters with just 11 games left on the schedule. Nashville has not been good against the Hurricanes this year, and unfortunately, the Preds still have three more games with Carolina left on the schedule, including this Saturday's tilt at 6 p.m. and two potentially massive games to wrap up the season at Bridgestone Arena. The Preds are currently 0-4 against the Canes this season. Nashville is 0-4-1 against Carolina. They finished 2-6 against Tampa and are 2-4 currently against Florida, with two remaining against the Panthers as well. Those are bad records against the good teams. You know, the ones you're going to face in the playoffs. And there are a lot of good teams left on the schedule. Nashville has five total with Carolina and Florida, three in a row next week against Chicago, the team who's chasing them down right now in the postseason for the final playoff spot, and one more, of course, with the Dallas Stars, who they've played basically every single game into overtime against. A two-game road trip to Columbus are the only quote-unquote easy games left on the schedule. Nashville needs to obviously keep playing good hockey and collecting points to make the playoffs. But to convince me that there is even a prayer in hell of winning a playoff series, they need to start showing us that they can beat the good teams, like they did on Tuesday against Tampa Bay. I need to see more of that if I'm going to buy in to this team being capable of winning a playoff series. We will get to the massive baseball series this weekend between Vanderbilt and Tennessee in just a second, but the Vols basketball program got some huge news on Thursday that matches, if not exceeds, the big 2022 recruiting news that Jerry Stackhouse and the Doors got just a few weeks ago. Tennessee landed one of the highest rated players in program history when five-star power forward Brendan Huntley Hatfield committed on Thursday. The 6'9", 225-pound Uber recruit is actually expected to reclassify as a 2021 recruit and get onto campus a year early this fall. According to the 24-7 Sports Composite Rankings, the Clarksville, Tennessee native was the number six player in the nation in the 2022 class and after reclassifying is the number 21 overall player in the nation. Prior to landing Huntley Hatfield, the Vols had an already stellar top 10 recruiting class, ranked number eight in the nation. After the big commitment, Rick Barnes' recruiting class is now ranked number two in the entire country behind only Michigan. It is arguably the greatest recruiting class in Tennessee basketball history, and it totally reworks the roster in a matter of months, filling major holes in the front court. As a reminder, Kennedy Chandler is a five-star point guard and a top 15 player nationally. 
Jonas Idu is a four-star center with lots of length and is a top 60 player overall. And small forward wing, Jemai Meshack, is a four-star who is ranked number 64 in the nation. BHH gives Rick Barnes four top 65 recruits heading to Knoxville next fall. On top of some player transfers and some guys that are leaving the program, there's a lot of roster churn in Knoxville this season, but it all looks really nice for Rick Barnes, who still has Victor Bailey Jr. and Josiah Jordan-James coming back as well. This is potentially a top-five team next season. It's not that often that we get to talk about a baseball series headlining a weekend of sports action, but that is exactly what's happening inside the state of Tennessee this weekend with Vanderbilt and Tennessee, two top-five programs in America right now, doing battle in a three-game series at Lindsey Nelson Stadium this weekend with not only in-state bragging rights, but also first place in the SEC East on the line. So, let's bring in two experts Josh Ward from WNML in Knoxville, who's going to tell us exactly how much hype there is right now in the 865 for this series, and Chris Lee of VandySports.com, who will break down the favored Commodores as they head into this big weekend series. Vanderbilt heads to Knoxville this weekend for a much-anticipated matchup with Tennessee. Headlining that team, of course, Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter, Vanderbilt's two All-American pitchers who have struck out 40 and 46% of the batters they have faced respectively. Those guys in competition to go number one overall in this summer's Major League Baseball draft. Both have been outstanding, but Leiter has just been incredible. Teams have had two extra base hits off him all season in 49 innings. Now, Vanderbilt's bats have slumped lately. The Commodores in a string of not having scored more than five runs their last six games. Coming into that, Vanderbilt was the league's highest scoring team. The Commodores have really been beset by injuries, but they got Isaiah Thomas, their power-hitting right fielder, back this week. He's been unavailable for two weeks with the groin pull. Thomas, the kind of guy who can change the game with one swing of the bat. Vanderbilt's got a couple of offensive starters out this weekend and will be without some key pitching too, but there's also this. Vanderbilt has won its last 20 games against Southeastern Conference teams away from home. That's unheard of in any league, but especially in the Southeastern Conference, which is no doubt the country's best league in college baseball. Now, the interesting thing about this series, even when the Vols haven't been very good, they have given Vanderbilt fits at times. In fact, starting with 2014, and of course the teams didn't play in 2020, the Vols have won at least one game in the series against Vanderbilt each time. 2014, Vandy won the national title, yet lost two of three in Knoxville, also lost two of three its next time around with a really good team in 2016 as well. Anyway, it should be a fantastic series, and even for a casual baseball fan, I think this one is worth a watch. All right, that's Chris Lee of Vandy Sports. You've heard the Vanderbilt side of things. Now let's go to Josh Ward, WNML in Knoxville to give us the Tennessee side of things. I think Tennessee fans are excited about the Vanderbilt series this upcoming weekend for a few reasons. It's a series that matters. Vanderbilt's a really good baseball program, one of the best in the country, and Tennessee fans don't like Vandy, while Tennessee has been relevant. Tennessee's played really well so far this season. It's getting top five attention, and fans are noticing that. Also, Tennessee football has been really bad. Tennessee basketball had a disappointing season. Tennessee baseball is giving the fan base something to get excited about. And this series coming up is something that fans will recognize as a big deal. So I think this week, the number one storyline for Tennessee fans would be the basketball commitments that Rick Barnes was able to land. Tennessee football, of course, is always just going to take up a big share. But Tennessee baseball is something that is on the radar this week. Is it the number one story? I don't think so. But fans care. And the fact that we're having this conversation 
probably says something about the magnitude of Tennessee versus Vanderbilt. And the nation's going to be watching. I can assure you Tennessee fans will at least be keeping up with what's going on. And then beyond this weekend, I think Tennessee fans will be excited to see how far can the baseball team go. Can it go to the World Series for the first time in 16 years? That's something that fans have already started to discuss. Look, I know that college baseball isn't exactly the biggest draw for sports fans, but this is two SEC programs in the state of Tennessee that are ranked in the top five in the nation who are going to do battle on a relatively even playing field for the first time maybe ever in program history. And even when Vanderbilt's been great, as you heard Chris talk about, Tennessee has always played this team tough. Vanderbilt is the favorite, but this is one of the most anticipated baseball series I can remember in Knoxville since I was in college back in 2004. As Chris said, even the casual sports fan has to be interested and locked in on what's taking place in Knoxville this weekend. Nashville SC will begin its second season of MLS action this Saturday night against Cincinnati FC at 7.30 p.m. Here are some broad crash course factoids that you need to know about the start of SC's second season. Four of Nashville SC's six preseason matches were canceled. Most of Nashville SC's starting 11 returns basically intact from last year. Nashville does not like Cincinnati FC at all. There are legitimate expectations on this team this year after their wildly successful expansion season. And 440 Sports has a killer new Nashville SC pod hosted by Wes Bowling and Tim Sullivan of Club & Country USA that comes out every single Tuesday. Otherwise, enjoy opening night, folks. I know I am in for a run to the MLS Cup in 2021. Thank you all for listening. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports, on Twitter and Facebook at 440 Media on Instagram. Of course, the 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, the great folks, the wonderful, amazing people. They're real and spectacular over there at the Kingston Group. Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. Make sure you check out the website, buildkg.com, buildkg.com. All the photos are there. Let the work do the talking. Let the scoreboard do the talking. Buildkg.com, the Kingston Group. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.